Hey everybody, before we get into the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up. We will be back at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, May 23rd for Furiosa, the latest in the Mad Max series. We are so excited for this one. Joining me to talk about it, we've got Sam Novak, Shahab Zargari, and Tony Gonzalez. A great lineup. It's going to be an awesome movie. We are so excited to talk about it. So make sure to check the show notes. There are opportunities to win tickets. You could also buy tickets. And we hope to see you there Thursday, May 23rd, 6 p.m. at Maya Cinemas for Furiosa. All right, welcome to a special episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. And today on the show, we're doing something that I had planned for a while now, and I'm so happy to finally get a chance to do it. I've got Stephanie Barajas from All Rice, No Beans and Lindo Michoacan. All Rice, No Beans is, of course, the uh, food and restaurant podcast that I have been producing that hopefully you've all checked out already and if you haven't you could check out all rice no beans anywhere you listen to piecing it together on all of the same major podcast apps uh but i have been wanting to have her on the show for a while now to do this special list of some of our favorite food moments in movies and this was a really fun list to put together it was a difficult list to narrow down because honestly there's so many that i could think of just right off the top of my head but then there's also uh as i was starting to make my list I'm like, man, I know there's so many that I'm forgetting, and it's like, also, what's the criteria? But we'll get into it as we get into this conversation. Uh, Before we do jump into it, I want to remind you, of course, as always, to make sure you are subscribed to Piecing It Together on your podcast app of choice. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. And uh, right now, Podchaser is doing a special promotion where for every review left on any podcast on the site, they will donate 25 cents to Meals on Wheels. So I would suggest that you let us know what you think of piecing it together. And you can also go uh, rate and review All Rice, No Beans on Podchaser while you're at it. And Awesome Movie Year and Bird Road and Entre Dos. So just leave some reviews because... They're going to donate 25 cents, and you don't have to do anything except for just leave your thoughts on the show. We would, of course, appreciate five stars and a really great, glowing, positive review, but let us know what you actually think of the show. We would love to know. And uh, we will get back to you, and we will try to continue to make this show better and better as the show continues to grow. So I think that's enough of my little intro spiel. Why don't we get into this conversation about food? All right, so today on the show, we are doing something a little bit different. Uh, we've got a crossover with Stephanie Barajas from All Rice, No Beans. Stephanie, uh, thanks so much for being here. Thank you for having me, David. I'm so excited to finally be in an episode of Piecing It Together. Yeah, right? This is uh, a long time coming, and I know we've talked about doing this particular theme, this particular idea for you know a little while now. And uh, I, I think it makes so much sense as something we can do while we're stuck at home during this crazy quarantine. Oh, yeah. It was so much fun. 
and it brought back so much memory. Right? Yeah. I mean, I we we said it. So to tell the listeners what we're doing, we are going to be talking instead of just the usual piecing it together. We're going to be talking about food because, of course, all rice no beans is a a food podcast. You uh, run a restaurant, Lindo Michoacan, and so I thought it would be a uh, perfect opportunity to talk about some of our favorite food moments in movies. Yes. And so. Thinking back on them, uh, I mean, my list, I could have easily done 10. Mm -hmm. I could have done more. I mean, but I, you know, I wanted to keep it to a manageable number. Uh, But uh, so we're going to do our five favorite food moments in movies. And, uh, you know, before we get into the list, I got to say, this was a difficult thing to narrow down. Um, I don't know how it was for you, but... I mean, there's just so many, and then it like kind of comes down to are we are we thinking about how delicious the food looks, mm-hmm. or are we talking about how good the scene is? Uh, did did you have any any particular process you had in mind while you were starting to think about these movies? Yes, David. So the way I pick, because you're right, there's so many, so many amazing food scenes. So the way I did it was food scenes that related to me kind of that brought back Mm. memories to me that involved food also you know so Mm. things movies that I can relate to you know and that like show food in a way that everybody can relate to that so that's how how kind of I picked them so it was Mm -hmm. like my favorite food scenes and that they're relatable to me sure okay well this is going to be great um and it's I have a feeling I don't know. I, I feel like my list is kind of all over the place, but yeah, I think too. it's going to be a lot of fun talking about it. So why, why don't we jump into your first Ooh, uh, okay. food movie memory? What, what do you got? Okay. So my first is 1996 Matilda. Nice. Directed by Danny DeVito, of course, the amazing mm-hmm. Danny DeVito who doesn't love him. And of course, it stars uh, Mara Wilson, who's Matilda, Danny DeVito, Rhea Perlman. Pam Ferris and M. Beth Davids. I hopefully I mm-hmm. pronounced her name right. Um, and you know, Matilda's about a, a girl who is very smart. Uh, she is born into unfortunately a family that doesn't like appreciate her, like ignores her. So she learns to like take care of herself. She goes to the library, learns, is like obsessed with reading and like sees life differently. Her dad is like a shady car salesman and like her dad makes a comment to her that sticks with her like bad people should get punished for bad things and so Mm. she does tricks on them she goes to school miss trunchbull miss trunchbull whatever her (laughs) the principal (laughs) the scary principal you know by the way it's funny how like seeing that movie now before i was just like miss trunchbull is a scary principal but if you see the actress like Pam Ferris, you're like, whoa, she did an amazing job, you know? Yeah, yeah, for so, sure. You know, so she goes to school and she does a lot of things. She has a great relationship with her teacher and they get adopted. But my food scene, I'm sure everybody is already guessing if they're a fan of Matilda, is Bruce eats chocolate cake. You remember that scene, David? I think I think so. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen Matilda, but I think I totally remember what you're talking about. Yeah, so Bruce, like Miss Trunchbull, makes her a, a assembly, like a special assembly. So she she's obviously evil. So she confronts little Brucey if he ate her chocolate cake, and so he has to like. So she like tricks him into one slice of cake. 
So he eats it. So her punishment to him is she makes him eat a huge uh, cake that yeah. the uh, lunch lady cookie made, which is like. So the reason why I picked this scene is because I remember always watching the scene when I was little and being like, man, I wish I was Bruce at that moment, you know, <laughs> of course, ignoring the nasty old um, lunch lady with putting her sweat, blood and tears into that cake. But mm. like just seeing him eat that cake and like how good it was and like how like the class like pushed him to finish it and he finishes it. And then like Miss Trunchbow gets to play and breaks it on his head. You know, like to me, that scene will forever live on. And like to me, that scene means Matilda, like and me just being like, God, I wish I was Bruce. Yeah, I, I love I love it that that's the takeaway that we we take from it is I, I want to eat all that chocolate. Cake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's so that's awesome. my first one. I love it. Great, great first one to kick it off. And uh, I will jump into my first one, which is uh, Martin Scorsese's 1990 film, Goodfellas. Oh, Ooh, I got that one too, David. Do you? Okay, yeah. great. We might have a little crossover in here because, yes. I mean, some of these are just such classics. But, yeah. um, you know, Polly cutting the garlic in, in yes, prison with the, the razor. That, that oh, was one so of mine. Good. So good. Uh, and then also, not just the uh, the prison scene, which, I mean, there's so much great stuff to, to them making the food in prison, but also the uh, the scene with the grandma is another great food yes. moment within that same film. Uh, but yeah, just an absolute classic as far as uh, mob movies go, and Scorsese movies, and all of those people that were in it, and... Uh, and and as a food movie, it really holds up. It's got so much to it, you know. It's uh, mm -hmm. it's absolutely a classic, and I think every respect. Yeah, and then uh, if you're a big fan of Martin Scorsese, what um like me, if you watch all his movies, he has a lot of food related oh, yeah. scenes, like The Irishman, where that where um. Joe Pesci's character talks about that hot dogs. Remember all the time he keeps mentioning the hot dogs, the hot dogs, the hot dogs, you know? Yeah, and I also, yeah. yeah and I, oh, I also picked Goodfellas because of that scene, how it's funny how like the mafia in jail ate better than most people outside of prison, you know? Yeah. Well, Italians and food, I mean, they, they love their food. That's for sure. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I love uh, also in The Irishman uh, when you first meet Bobby Cannavale's character and he's eating that steak and he's just like, so he's devouring yes. that steak. He yeah, yeah, and exactly. <laughs> like, and, and the reason why I picked this film is because it kind of reminds me like of my family, like food is so important mm -hmm. to us. And it's just like, like even when they get out of prison, they, they hold all the family gets together, makes a big meal, you know, mm -hmm. so food is really relatable to many families, you know, like my family, my dad, every Tuesday spends all day cooking. And he has, oh. and he has his specialties of like, when he makes, he makes tongue tacos, and he has his way of making tongue taco, his specialty, just like each one of these guys, like uh, Polly had um, the garlic, you know, Jimmy had the tomato sauce. Mm -hmm. uh, so like everybody has their own little thing that they do and they take pride into doing it, you know? What's your part in the, uh, in the Barajas family cooking? Eating it. That's it. <laughs> Perfect. That, <laughs> Just that eating it. Yeah. <laughs> my dad, I think my, my dad does all the cooking. So it's, yeah. yeah and it's really good. And, and that's something, that's why I picked this movie also, because it just reminds me of my family, like 
what brings families together food you know yeah. and like that's yeah. something that reminds me a lot like not just with my dad but like my when my grandma was alive my aunts and uncles like christmas thanksgiving everybody brings so many different things you know and and it's just kind of like like the italians yeah Absolutely. I, I'm sitting here wondering, uh, as the producer of All Rice, No Beans, how I could get uh, some kind of delivery of your dad's food. I know, right? <laughs> I know. It's sad because we haven't even done those, you know? It's yeah. uh, because everybody is separate, so yeah. I can't wait for those Taco Tuesdays. And yes, we're Mexican, David, and we still have Taco Tuesdays. Nice. Well, <laughs> Get, uh, who doesn't love that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what do you got for your next pick? Okay. So for my next one, and of course I had to pick this one or my Latina card gets taken away. Mm-hmm. I did 1997 Selena. Nice. Yeah. So it's directed by Gregory Nava and, of course, and it's uh, produced by Abe Quintanera, who is Selena's dad. And of course, um, Jennifer Lopez is in it. Edward James Olmos and uh, John Cita. And uh, obviously this is the story of Selena, the Tejano singer from like mm-hmm. from her start, the story of her dad also, how he got into music and all that stuff. So m- the scene that I picked is the pizza scene. Okay. So it's, it's uh, Selena meets Chris, her husband, and they like make him over and stuff. And like, so she starts talking to him, making sure how everything's okay, and she invites him to go eat. So I mm-hmm. picked this scene because I feel like it's uh, relatable in the sense that, first of all, like as a woman, you can like you can be like I can be proud to be like yeah I can eat a medium pizza all by myself too, and I love pizza. <laughs> and she's like not embarrassed to eat in front of like the guy who she has a crush on, you know, like because. Nowadays, that doesn't exist anymore. You know, like when you go out to eat on a date, you're not, girls shouldn't order salads. I mean, if that's not what you're into, you shouldn't be embarrassed to eat, you know? And so I picked the scene because it's so relatable. Um, I feel like it's kind of, it's kind of a cool scene because that's their, like the kind of their first date and they're like sharing food together. They're, she's, you know, like they have something relatable with food and um, you see like the real her. You know, like she likes to eat junk food, pizza. She can, that's what she loves um, to do. And like, also it's kind of like they have that connection because at a point he also takes out his hot sauce. Like he Mm -hmm. has, he carries hot sauce with him and puts it on his pizza, which is also (laughs) relatable because I do that, you know, Nice. or like there's people who take their ranch with them. So something that's like you take, stuff with you that you know you're gonna eat like in your purse or in your bag or in your car you like that's how important food is you know yeah that's dedication exactly yeah and it's something (laughs) like it's kind of cool because it's just like that's how I kind of see like if I'm gonna go out with a guy first of all my number one thing is is um they have to like sushi and they can do all you can eat if nice. no, buy next, you know? So I kind of <laughs> feel like that's relatable to Selena because like, imagine he was just like, oh, she eats, she eats a lot or he's like, they don't enjoy themselves. I don't think it, the relationship would have worked. For sure. So food sure. and dating and meeting is like a big thing. And I feel like this scene of Selena 
explains it or like it's so relatable. Yeah. Uh, awesome. I, I haven't seen Selena since, uh, I don't know, since probably like high school or something. So I, I don't a hundred percent remember the scene, but I, I think that's great. in the fact that it could, uh, lead the way into talking about, you know, bringing hot sauce with yeah. me and stuff like that. Yeah. And, awesome. it's, and it's actually funny because I also picked this movie because like I said, it kind of goes back to me because I kind of, I remember the first time I saw this movie and it's actually pretty funny because it was my grandma who's, passed away now um, my mama cello and she mm-hmm. actually uh took me my sister celeste my sister erica and my brother javier we walked to the dollars theater where now it's like on you know pecos mcleod and desert yeah there yep. were the 99 cent store there used to be back in the day a 99 cent theater mm-hmm. so my grandma took us walking there and we saw it, but the best part of it is that my grandma made like little burritos and she made us sneak them inside. So we're like eating burritos while watching that movie. So, you know, it like <laughs> nice. go back, it goes back to the food and like relating it uh, uh, to me and like memories. So that's why I picked uh, Selena. You know what? Uh, totally unrelated, but I saw Armageddon there the year I moved to Los Angeles. Oh, really? Vegas. Yeah. yeah I, think, I think that place closed a few months later. Uh, <laughs> it was a cool theater. yeah it was awesome yeah (laughs) (laughs) nice well uh i will go on to my next pick which uh you're talking about dating and all that fits in quite well with this one um and this is a movie that i definitely haven't seen since i was a kid uh but there was just recently a remake of it on disney plus that i've been meaning to get around to watching uh it is lady and the tramp the disney Mm. animated movie and (laughs) specifically the spaghetti kiss scene between the two dogs which I, uh, I'm not even the biggest animated movie guy in the world, but I mean, that scene is just so freaking iconic. And yes. of course, as you know, I'm such a dog person. So yes. I just, I think it's so awesome. You know? Oh, yes. <laughs> did you see the, uh, the, the remake that they just No. Did? No, I don't I tell watch me that. they're real dogs. Well, it's like, you know how, uh, yeah. Like Lion King, dogs. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they made them at least look like real dogs, but I don't know. I, I heard it's not very good, but I, I still want to watch it just because I love dogs. So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that, that's a, a bit of a silly one, but I had to include it. <laughs> yeah, but it is uh, uh, an iconic scene and and it's so many, like even the Simpsons did one, remember? Uh, yeah. when Santa's little helper like meets the the girl dog and like they do that scene but instead of like doing the kiss they like fight over the yeah the, like, yeah <laughs> so like everybody like recreates it you know so it is pretty pretty epic yeah absolutely all right well what do you got for your next one okay so my next one another relatable to me is 2004 Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. I almost put this on my list. I'm glad you did. (laughs) (laughs) So, of course, everybody knows the story about Harold and Kumar. They get super high. Mm -hmm. And they, while they're getting high, they see, like, um, a commercial for White Castle. And, of course, they get the munchies. And they go on this adventure to get the White Castle burgers, you know? Mm -hmm. So, of course, the scene, the final, the iconic scene is finally when they make it and they ordered a bunch of food obviously after after watching it again i kind of have like uh i'm kind of disappointed because at this point they're not high anymore 
I mean, I know they're hungry, but like I would have enjoyed if they had like a little like hidden one hitter hidden and they're like they take a hit each or one or two hits and then they go in and enjoy it. That yeah. would have meant more to me because as a proud pothead, I have had these adventures, you know, shout out to my cousin Adi, who was when I was young, she was my high buddy. And we used to get super high and go to Taco Bell and stuff like that. And we were like, do all these crazy shit. So it reminds me a lot about when I was young and got into marijuana the first time. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. And I, I love this kind of movie too, not just a stoner movie, but like uh uh, where, where they're just like on on this weird journey where they meet all kinds of crazy people and there's like you know all these like strange happenings that happen throughout and they they get like sidetracked on all these little misadventures and stuff. I just love this kind of movie and the fact that it centers around trying to get White Castle Burger. <laughs> yeah, <classic>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it's just a great scene and how much they eat and enjoy it. Like that's how any person who has the munchies their faces that they make while they're eating anything you know it's 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 classic well speaking of munchies you're gonna love my next pick okay uh, <laughs> it is also a stoner classic it is the 1998 film half baked yes uh, and uh you don't even really see the food in this scene but it's uh jim brewer's character brian uh, listing off all of the munchies that they should get in their food run. Um, and it actually, I didn't even think about this until right now, but it kind of uh, is a little bit reminiscent of right now during quarantine when we do a grocery store run, mm -hmm. what, it kind of, what it kind of feels like. But him just listing off all the stuff he wants, sour cream and onion chips, beef jerky, peanut butter, Haagen-Dazs ice cream, Ooh. popcorn, graham crackers, uh, the marshmallows, the little marshmallows, and the little chocolate bars. So you can make s'mores, man. You know? <laughs> like it's just the list goes on and on. And then he finally goes to the store and ends up feeding it all to a horse. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's just that list of food is so freaking funny and uh, very reminiscent of my early twenties. Let me just say. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. That reminds me of my last week when I did yeah. my grocery list. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah so just uh just such a such a, a great classic and uh just so funny <laughs> yeah i love that movie so good and ben and jerry's has a really good um ice cream uh like dedicated to them it's called have baked and it has like oh, brown really? yeah and it has like brownies and uh cookie dough pieces mm. yeah just take a hit out of a bong after that and eat that you're in heaven wow done that before well, many times I'm on my my whole keto diet, but they do make keto ice cream, the Rebel Ooh. brand, and it's so good. Cookie dough. Uh, Ooh, ice cream yeah, is so good. <laughs> Sounds good. Oh yeah, can't have that one, but I can have my Rebel. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you got next? Okay, so my final movie because uh, I had uh, the Goodfellas, um, mm -hmm. and I picked this one because obviously we're where you are right now you just like i you have to reminisce of all the things that it's crazy like how you're like man i remember when i used to go to like the movie theaters you know mm -hmm. and like how i much i missed that so my last movie is kind of like a um like a thing for what i used to love to do and was actually the last movie that i saw at my favorite theater the eclipse and david mm -hmm. i've told you about this theater that's in downtown and yeah. the food 
in that theater, I have seen some really bad movies just to eat there. Like the food <laughs> is insanely good. I love that theater, the Eclipse Theater on downtown. Yeah. Um, hopefully one day we can have them on my All Rice No Beans podcast. Um, that would be cool. Yeah, so the last movie I saw there was Parasite, 2019's Parasite. Nice. And obviously, of course, it's directed by Bong Joon-ho, and it's about like a lower-class family, the Kin family. Um, it's a mom, a dad, a sister, and a brother, and they like make. Um, they have a. They live in like a, you know, lower-class uh, uh, neighborhood. They mm -hmm. make pizza boxes to <laughs> get money, and then um, Ki Woo, I think that's his name, right? The son. Uh, yeah, gets an, so. gets a, a job offer to be a tutor for a wealthy family. He goes in, he sees like how rich they are, and he like tries to scheme into having the rest of his family be a part of it. And basically, a lot of crazy shit goes down. It's a really good mm -hmm. movie. I enjoyed it. And of course, my scene is the Ram Dong scene where like uh, they're the family goes camping, and so the fa um, the the rich family the um, what are they're called the parks right parks yeah yes the parks family goes camping so they have a the kims have a, a party and they're like getting drunk and eating all this stuff and then all of a sudden the miss kim calls and she's like hey do you know how to make some rom dom for my son and she makes it so that's kind of like a warning for telling them that they're coming back you know for her mm -hmm. And so she makes it for them and it's so it looks so good like the noodles and the beef you know, mm -hmm. but it's also like I also like kind of researched the scene because obviously the director put the scene into the movie to kind of say, like, no matter what class you are, low or high or rich, poor, everybody eats everything, you know, like yeah. so uh, what you would think like ramen noodle is cheap, like 10 cents a pack, even the rich people eat that you know and that's sure. relatable to anything like no matter how much money you have you'll eat pizza you'll eat mcdonald's you'll eat chips you know so it's kind of relatable yeah and it just brings me back to memories to how much i miss the eclipse theater yeah for sure that that place is very cool that's actually where we saw the irishman uh, yeah me really too yeah they opened it there yeah uh so yeah no great pick and great theater and yeah, great movie. <laughs> yeah, and, and and it also reminded me um, that it's this. I also picked this scene because of the way she eats the noodles, like how mm -hmm. you slurp it, like how she's slurping it, and oh, like yeah, yeah. And it's also like that's another thing about food is like you're not. There's also some types of food. There's a way that you have to eat it. You cannot mm -hmm. eat ramen if you don't slurp it, you know? Right, right. And even though absolutely. she's high class, she's slurping it because that's how you eat it. Yeah. Man, I miss ramen, actually, now yeah. that I think about it. Since being in quarantine, uh, there's a couple of places I like to go and, yeah, can't get I know. it right now. Me too. Because <laughs> it doesn't really, I don't know if it holds up delivery. I've never tried, but um, I think you kind of have to go. Yeah. The atmosphere, you know? Damn. All right, well, I will go on to my uh, next pick, which is uh, John Favreau's 2014 film Chef. 
Uh, mm-hmm. And the scene where him and John Leguizamo are making those Cuban sandwiches. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Do those look amazing? Uh, and the way that they go through it step by step and how to make it like absolutely perfect and how, you know, it's just kind of ingrained in the culture and in uh you know, in making that perfect version of that sandwich and how it's got to be, uh, it's got to be done the right way because it's not just about, you know, the ingredients, but it's the, the presentation. It's the, it's everything that goes into it for making just this perfect, uh, perfect sandwich. Yeah. Oh, that sandwich did look amazing. It's, it's so good. That whole movie is filled with so much good food. Yeah. Uh, and it's so relatable. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know how John Favreau. I mean, he, he's a bigger guy, but I don't. I don't know how he's not even bigger with being around all the food. He seems <laughs> seems to like to be around uh, to to dedicate you know a year or whatever of your life to making a movie like that. He must uh, yeah must love his food. <laughs> That's um, true. So I, uh, so you said that was your last one. Yes. So I will go into my last one then. I'm one, one ahead of you because of the whole Goodfellas uh, overlap. Um, and this is actually, I cheated a little bit and I tied three scenes from two movies from the same director. Okay. So uh, it is a Tarantino trio. Uh, and in it, we've got, first of all, of course, Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. We got the $5 milkshake. Ooh, and- yes. <laughs> And we have the big Kahuna Burger. Um, both are just incredibly iconic scenes. Uh, the five dollar milkshake, of course, with John Travolta and Uma Thurman, and uh, you know, I, he just has to see what makes it a five dollar milkshake, and it's pretty damn good. Um, and then Samuel L. Jackson with the big Kahuna Burger, and just totally intimidating the shit out of those little low level criminals, you know? Yeah. And so it's just such a fantastic scene, but both of them are just such fantastic scenes and such a great movie and then the other one uh is inglorious bastards uh with the scene with uh hans landa again more intimidation going on uh intimidating shoshana uh making her wait to to try the strudel they've got to have the uh they got to wait for the cream to put on it and you can't eat it until you get the cream, and yes. then he's just enjoying the hell out of it, and then just puts his cigarette out on it, which just is just the perfect ending for that scene, where it's just like he's just mind gaming her to hell. Like it's just, uh, it's fantastic. That character is just one of the best characters in movies, and that scene is just so damn uh, intense and just tense really yeah intense you know uh tarantino does that and i'm sure if i was to take a minute out i could probably find some more great food scenes in tarantino movies he just he feet and food are his two big things yeah i heard about the feet (laughs) thing that's weird (laughs) that is my uh my final picks are those tarantino moments uh do you do you have any you know honorable mentions anything you thought about including yeah, um, well, actually, I was going to because I kind of I kind of knew that there was going to be one movie that maybe both of us would have chosen. Mm-hmm. But obviously, the good Goodfellas is really good um, mm-hmm. and it has so many food scenes. But I also was thinking of my list and it's um, I don't know the year of it because I didn't I said I took it out, but it's mm-hmm. um Keenan and Kel, the uh, Good Burger, the whole movie. Oh, Good Burger. I haven't mm. seen that since high school. Yeah. So, 
I actually saw it a few days ago um, because I was trying to think of movies. And I just remember being young and always seeing that movie and always being like, I want a burger after that. Mm. And like <laughs> just the whole restaurant business side, how like another uh, another like burger joint comes and like takes over and like they plan together to take it down. Like to me, it's just like so relatable. And it's like obviously a good classic from our childhood, you know, we're like 90s kids, right? Sure. Nickelodeon and, and uh, Keenan and Kel. So I had Good Burger in my list. Nice. I, I like that. That's a that's a, a great one. Uh, I had a couple uh, honorable mentions to bring up. Um, first of all, the food fight scene in Animal House. Oh, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> total classic comedy moment. Uh, also, Mar uh, Marie Antoinette, all the desserts oh, in, yeah. in that movie. Incredible. And then lastly... Uh, uh, a tie between the egg sandwiches in Spanglish and Birds of Prey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> two amazing looking uh, egg sandwiches in movies that are, you know, pretty good, but the sandwiches look really good. Yes. And oh, I actually I actually had another movie that I was because I love this movie. Um, Uncle Buck. Remember that movie, David? Uncle yeah, Buck? I haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah. And he like makes bre breakfast for the kids that he's taking care of. And he makes a huge pancake, like where oh, he has yeah. to get a like two like snow shovels to flip it over. Yeah. I love that movie. That's awesome. I forgot about that. That's great. Yeah. I love it. Um, and, and then I had one uh, suggestion from Gina I almost included on my list, which was the Jiffy Pop scene in the first Scream movie. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> which is, uh, I think, definitely an iconic food moment. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, I think this was a great list. We, we listed out a, a lot of great movies, Matilda, Goodfellas, uh, Selena, Lady and the Tramp, just lots of really good stuff, classic food moments. This was a lot of fun, Stephanie. Yeah, it was, it was so much fun, and it brought like good memories back, and obviously it was fun to rewatch these movies, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I feel like if we wanted to, we could do another yeah. list of movies like this. But but uh, this is it. This is a great jumping off point. If anybody needs a good uh, appetite stimulant, watch these movies and, and you'll yes. get nice and hungry. Uh, so why don't you tell people about uh, All Rice No Beans? Uh, yeah, it's uh, All Rice No Beans is a podcast all about restaurants. You know, I've been in the restaurant business my whole life, so isn't I get to interview amazing uh, restaurant owners, plus my dad, who is the owner of Lindo Michoacan, to learn his story. Um, we have 10 episodes right now, um, mm -hmm. uh, but obviously uh, we're going to do more when this is when all this is done and over with, and yep. it's just, um, yeah, it's food-related, like anything in life is food brings uh, families together, people together. So that was kind of like my, my, my goal. And yeah, you can, I'm on um, Apple podcast, Spotify. I'm on all social media at all rice, no beans. And yeah. 
Absolutely. Everybody, I've been telling you to check it out for a while, but if you haven't yet, check out All Right Snow Beans. Uh, it is a fantastic show, and I'm really proud of the work that uh, Stephanie and I have been doing on it, and I can't wait to get back to recording more episodes of it once this whole thing is over with. Uh, but um, Stephanie, uh, this was great. Thank you so much for doing it. And, no, thank uh, you for having me. I'm 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 honored to be in piecing it together. You know, I love this podcast, oh, David. Thank and I'm you not so just much. I'm not just saying that because you're my producer, but I really do love it. And it's a really cool concept of taking a movie and like seeing what other movies uh, made that director producer come up with the new movie. You know, so like yeah. you're piecing it together from other movies, which is true you know like in anything like they get ideas from other movies just like anything else and it's a really good um show like you learn so much uh and you appreciate other movies which that's why i love listening to it because uh, listening to it because of that one movie that you're you're gonna talk about but then you remind me of other movies that i want to watch again you know yeah Absolutely. You know, I hadn't even thought of this before we started recording, but I'm going to uh, I'm going to tell you something that I have never told my listeners before. But uh, when I first started this podcast and I was coming up with like the name and the theme and all that kind of stuff, do you know that the first idea I had was to call it Check the Recipe? And it was the same idea of what things, you know, what other movies mix together. But instead of it being puzzle pieces, it was like, you know, oh, like food related yeah. and mixing the foods together. That was like my my concept. And then I don't know what made me decide to change it, but I decided to change it to to puzzles. And so I ended up changing it to piecing it together. But yeah. Oh, wow. So that's cool. How about that? <laughs> that's funny. So uh, everyone listening out there, that's some trivia for you. Maybe we'll do a contest <laughs> or something. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you, Stephanie, so much for being here. Uh, this no, was great. Thank you. Hey, I'm Josh Bell. I'm Jason Harris. Hey, Josh, we're friends in real life, but we're also co-hosts on this new podcast called Awesome Movie Year, where we take a look back at an awesome year for movies and do a deep dive looking at movies, including the best picture winner, the biggest movie at the box office, future cult classics, and more. Including the biggest flop. And this season, we're doing 1994. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. That could be Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. We're all over the web as well. That awesome movie year on all the socials and awesomemovieyear.com. So please like us, subscribe. And uh, if you do like us, give us a five-star rating because we love you. All right. So I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Stephanie about all these great food moments in movies. And if you did enjoy it, why don't you go give us a nice review over on Apple Podcasts or on Podchaser, where they are doing a promotion right now where for every review left on the site, uh, they're going to donate 25 cents to Meals on Wheels. So if you let us know what you think of the show, you're also donating money and you don't even have to donate the money. So that's pretty damn awesome. So go do that. That would be awesome. And while you're at it, why don't you subscribe to All Rice, No Beans? It's a great podcast. Uh, Like we said during the conversation, we've got 10 episodes up of All Rice, No Beans. And we have more recorded, but we're waiting until things start to smooth out a little bit and uh, some of these restaurants can start reopening before we start continuing the podcast and doing more episodes. But there will be a lot more episodes coming your way of All Rice, No Beans. So make sure you're subscribed. And uh, 
rate and review All Rice No Beans too once you listen to some episodes. So I want to thank Stephanie for joining me today, and I want to thank you for listening. Uh, make sure to follow us on social media at PiecingPod. You can also join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, where we continue the conversation about all the movies we talk about on the show, and I think I'm going to have to get a good thread going on there about food in movies because, uh, like I said, there's so many that we could have pointed to. There's just so many great food scenes in movies, so many classics. But uh, I think that does it for today. All right, so I'm going to leave you guys with a piece of music, as I always do. Uh, I know I was playing a couple of the new unreleased tracks recently, but I'm going to go back to the Beater album that just came out a few weeks back. And uh, this was actually one of the bonus tracks. It was originally on the album Head Like Fire, but because there was a music video directed by Chris Johnson, uh, I also included the track on Beater as a bonus track. And it's called Trying Again. And I'm going to leave you with this piece of music. So enjoy trying again. Check out the music video on my YouTube channel. And check out Beater Original Motion Picture Soundtrack. Available now on all the digital music services.
and All Points West. Thank you.